Hello, this is April Sadowski, creator of Lady from Day, and I'm here with Faithorn, who plays Rowan, the Prince of Faerus. Mm-hmm. This is the first of several cast interviews that I'm going to be doing over the summer in lieu of um, their summer vacation. So they have some time to rest before <laughs> book three. So, welcome, Faithorn. It's not really a vacation if you still ask people to do lines. Well, lines interviews, you know what I mean. Anyway, hello. Yeah, but with the vacation, you only have to record it once over the entire time frame rather than once every two weeks. Still isn't a vacation. Okay, so, Faythorn. Um, obviously, that's not your real name. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people use their nickname or forum name. Why do you prefer that name over your real name? Basically because when you or anyone else that is not Dutch tries to pronounce my name, my real name, Nico, it just sounds weird. You can try it, but it always sounds weird in my ears. Plus, Faithorn, or Fay is a unique name. Nobody else in this world has that name. So if you go onto Google, for example, and search Faithorn, like 99% of the hits are actually of me. And that's why I like the name. It's unique, nobody else has it, and it just sounds, I don't know, cool. <laughs> kind of like Auburn, which is actually April in Irish Gaelic, but no one seems to know that. <sighs> nope. So... Nico, or Faithorn, as I will now call you, because you like that better, and you're more Googleable. <laughs> how long have you been voice acting, and how did you get started into it? Um, I can't really exactly tell you a date, like two years, three years, five and a half years, six months. I don't know. What I do know is that I started out when I was in this gaming community. They make their own custom levels, their own custom maps. The worlds they walk in about, and they make their own stories. But that also meant they needed new voices for it. Even though my voice really didn't match, I liked it. And I came across this website called, well, forum actually, called the VAA. Um, I liked it, I started to post in it, and I actually got into a few productions, but after a while I just got bored with it. Surprisingly enough, I got back into that website, uh, like, uh, a year and a half ago. And I actually stayed with it. I liked it. I I got into productions. I got myself equipment. I am actually producing my own things. So I can't leave now, can I? <laughs> yeah, that sounds actually kind of like me. I actually started on the VAA boards back when I was in high school, I think, and then... I phased out of it, and then I got back into it and spent a small fortune on uh, <laughs> recording equipment. I had scouted for the character of Rowan on the VAA boards because I wasn't getting any response from the audition post that I had on there, and I was trying to find the perfect voice, and I think I only got a couple of male actors audition, and it just wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> But I came across yours, and I invited you to play the part. Um, and your response was a little unusual. What was your first reaction? I actually um, saw this message in the production manager saying, Would you like to play Rowan? 
And I'm like, alright, well, let's find out what it is about. So I clicked on a button called Accept, and nothing happened for two weeks. I basically accepted without knowing anything about the whole role, the story, or the producer. After a while, I just emailed you, asking, Alright, you scouted me? I don't know why. I don't know the story. I just accepted. But I didn't really accept. Could you please explain me what the story is about, who Rowan is, and what he sounds like? You gave me an answer and actually explained what it was about. And to the, uh, to the question, what does Rowan sounds like? You said, eh, make something up. And I was like, alright then. So, I got the script. After two months, because my chapter was seven, and when I was scouted, you were at chapter four. Um, but I got the script, I created my own character, my own way of speaking, and I thought, well, let's just do it the easiest way, by just using my natural voice, only a little bit exaggerated. And that's how I got to the Rowan voice, but I'm answering a different question right now. So let's just keep it that my first reaction was, who the hell is that, and who the hell is Rowan? Okay, so I guess the uh, next question would be, who the hell are you? <laughs> um, you obviously aren't a native English speaker, so uh, can you give us a little bit of background on that? And then how do you prepare for recording Rowan's lines? Since the script is all in English. It is? Huh. Alright, well, that's new. Um, I am actually Dutch. I am from the Netherlands. I do not have wooden shoes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm Dutch. I actually do not prepare for any of my recordings. I just sit there with my mic in my face. And you start reading. I just read my lines. I do a few recordings, and after that I just record it in one go. You know, line for line, all in one go. After that, I separate those lines, I put them in different files, and the ones I don't like yet, I re-record. And then that's it. No preparation whatsoever. I am actually used to switch between Dutch and English, so that is not really a problem for me. I do it a lot, I speak and write and read a lot of English. It's like a second language to me. The only difference is, in Dutch I don't really have an accent, and in English I do. <laughs> but that's my charm, I guess. And we'll see a lot more of Rowan's charm coming up in book three. So you're Dutch, and I was wondering if we could all hear you say something in Dutch. <laughs> like maybe like how you feel about the story so far and then obviously you'd have to repeat it in English so we can all actually understand what you're saying okay um, nou ik moet zeggen het, het verhaal van de vrouw van de dag is tot nu toe erg leuk ik vind het uh, een interessant verhaal want het is origineel ik heb nog nooit zoiets gehoord namelijk van Iemand die zoveel moet eten, dat hij gewoon sterft als hij vijf minuten lang niks eet. En dat vind ik gewoon um, een erg leuk verhaal. Bovendien is het erg leuk geschreven en um, het hoorspel zelf is natuurlijk ook erg mooi. Het, het, het gaat niet erg snel, het is vrij langzaam. Je moet er ook van houden, want er is ook veel um, gewoon verhaal vertellen bij. 
Maar daarom hou ik er juist van, omdat er zoveel meer bij zit dan het verhaal zelf. Het, het gaat niet snel, het is niet gehaast. En daarom vind ik het een mooi verhaal. En um, April Sadowski, zeg ik gewoon even een paar keer, April Sadowski, om alleen maar April Sadowski te zeggen. En ik zeg er eigenlijk helemaal niks over, maar April Sadowski denkt dan van, waar gaat het over, April Sadowski? Vandaar. <laughs> What I basically just said is that I like the story, A Lady from Day, Vrouw van de Dag, because it is an original fantasy story. Nothing in a world that I ever read is about this woman that needs to eat or else she dies. Well, obviously, everybody needs to eat, but you know what I mean. And this whole quest is just fun. The characters are fun as well. And just the fact that there is a prince there that doesn't want to be a prince and doesn't act like a prince except when he has the comforts of a prince. Like, he is riding on his horse while everybody is walking. But anyway, this story is just fun, and um, that's what I said. It's not hasted either. It's it's developing pretty slowly, and that means there is a lot of story involved between the chapters and stuff like that. I also said something about April, but you don't want to know. Yeah, I heard my name like five or six times, and I was wondering what you were saying, but I guess you won't tell me, so I have to nag you for like months, and then maybe I'll get an answer. On this subject of the reason why a lot of people like this story, it's kind of relatable. And, you know, it does move slow, but there's always something that happens to make you keep listening. And then, you know, I've had a lot of people who say their whole family listens to it. And that right there is the reason why I wrote it the way I did. And that was my ultimate goal, was to make it family-friendly and family-enjoyable. Yeah. So, Faithorn, what is your favorite scene with Rowan that you've done so far? I actually didn't know that whole families listened to this radio play. And it's actually quite nice to hear. Uh, But to answer your question, uh, my favorite scene, or actually chapter, is chapter 11, Harp of Wood. Leah and myself actually go through this forest and we talk about what we see. And we see a lot. (laughs) We also talk about our youth, or actually I do. You hear how Rowan uh, already had adventures when he was a very little child. And for some reason I just like it. That combined with what I think was my best performance so far is what makes chapter 11 um, just my favorite so far. Mm, Though, there is one scene that I loved as well. I think it was chapter 9, but Leah and I are in this room, in this inn, and I just went to the stables to talk to people and I couldn't find anything out, but I act like I had too much ale. And I keep saying things like, Leah, you are special and... Leah, you are glowing, and you have this aura about you, and I just thought that was a very funny scene, and funny to play as well. I was actually thinking about putting that part in the promo. Um, I had just put together a promo yesterday Mm. for um, Podio Media Chat. I had an interview. It's going to be released this weekend, 
and also there's another production that I'm voice acting in and they're going to be promoting Lady from Day. Great. In regards to Harper Wood, that part of the story is one of my most favorites too because I got to incorporate my own poetry in it. And then you hear the background of the waterfalls and then they have the nice soothing music that I put in there. And so it really gives you a sense that you're in another world. Um, the next book has a place very similar to that called Petaludis Valley. And speaking on book three, Faye, you actually do not read ahead. <laughs> so this is all probably new information for you. Um, can you give us a little bit of a background on why you don't do that? What is your reasoning behind not reading everything in context? Well, it's not like I don't read the scripts. It's just... I am part of this radio play. I am an actor in it. But that doesn't mean I cannot be a listener as well. When I read a script, I scout a little bit to see what is important, what is not. And obviously I read my lines and the lines before my lines so I can respond to it. But if there's a scene where I'm not in it, or a chapter where I'm not in it, I'm not listening to it because I want it to be a surprise. I want to be able to listen to this radio play and actually hear something new. And, yeah, like I said, just be a listener as well. So that is the reason why I don't read the full script and I don't read ahead too much. Wealthy, thank you for joining us for our first cast interview. My pleasure. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to hearing the other cast interviews. I mean, there are certainly a lot of questions that could be interesting to ask. And a little bit of background information is never a bad thing. So I guess that's it then. And I'll see you all in book three. Um, it was a pleasure interviewing you. And there will be more for those who are listening in the coming weeks slash months before I start releasing book three. So, in the meantime, go to the Lady from Day forums, which are on 